This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. What? Okay. Oh my gosh. Hey siblings, you're listening to I Have to Call My Sister. But you already know that. My name is Stacy, And my name is Kayla. Need a pump up? We got you. We'll say it like it is. And yeah, maybe laugh a little obnoxiously. <laughs> oh my god, just start the show. Hey everyone, welcome to I Have to Call My Sister. I'm about to play a song for you. Originally by Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber, and I stole it. And me, Stacey Kay, Tafara Anthony, and Janet Turner sang it. And they're two of my favorite singers, and I'm going to play it for you right now. Striking you out, baby. Don't care if I sound crazy. But you never let me down. No, no, that's why when the sun's up, I'm staying still, laying in your bed, saying, Oh, 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 got all this time on my hands. Might as well cancel up plans. Yeah, I can stay here for a lifetime. So lucky. Stuck with you, stuck with you, stuck with you. Whoa, whoa, 
still stuck with you. We're sitting directly beside each other so we can't look at each other in the eyes as we talk. And this is awkward like I told you. It's fine. Don't look over when you're talking to me or your mouth will go out of the mic. Okay. Just you don't okay, have to angle, stare angle. in my eyes. No, just sit on an angle like this. Because you, you want to look at well, me Well, I keep so looking bad. over. <laughs> I don't want to look at you so bad. Okay. Um, we need to clear some things up. One. My friend, Gracie Podger. Oh, Gracie, mentioning you for a second week in a row. <laughs> Gracie came over to see my house. And she said... Oh, I don't know what Kayla was talking about. This doesn't seem like a bug kind of house, like a cottage a bug, bug kind of vibe, like a bug cottage kind of vibe. And I said, you took that seriously. And she's laughing so hard. And I'm like, Gracie, <laughs> Kayla was saying that to bug me. But now that you, the fact that one of my best friends thought that. Well, I actually wasn't saying that to bug you. But you, here's what we were saying. You hadn't even seen the house yet at that point when you were saying those comments. Yeah, but I don't disagree with my comment after seeing the house. Don't you even dare right now? She's I'm still not trying to bug even me. trying to bug you. Oh, so my house is a bug vibe. A bug, a cottage bug vibe. Yes. Okay, everybody know <laughs> not, not even that being she funny. is. Be- Gracie was like, whoa, this isn't at all what Kayla was describing. I was like, yeah, because Kayla's being a little bitch. The other day you were sitting outside for half a second and there was just like a bug landed on your arm. You're like, oh, I'm going in. And you got up and ran in the house. Like, I, okay, I, don't, wait, mean, wait. I don't mean infested. I mean, you did say there was like an ant infestation. Or I did not <laughs> say there was an ant infestation. You said, have you seen a spider yet? And I said, no, I saw one ant. You didn't say one. I did. You oh, what I saw I, ants. I saw, I saw an ant infestation. <laughs> I hate hate that you're making people believe that I moved into an ant infestation. Stacey, it's okay if you have bugs in your oh. house. It's not like... Oh Can we God. also talk about the fact that two seconds ago you just said you went outside, a bug landed on your arm. Yeah, there are bugs outside. A lot, though, in yours. No! <laughs> no! Yeah, and then, like, oh, you obviously my God, there's no bugs bug yet me. inside because you're, like, moving a bunch of stuff. There's lots of people, but... I think once you settle, you'll notice like spiders. You said my house is a cottagey bug vibe. If you mean the backyard. Do you think your house is a cottagey vibe? No. Was it before you're painting and doing all this stuff? The way they decorated it, maybe, but not the vibe of bugs are like the all wood around. and the the outdoors. Maybe and that the... one room that's considered the outdoor three season sunroom. Yeah, I have a sunroom. <laughs> Three season sunroom. And that's what it's called. Because you can't have it. In, you can't use it in the wintertime. It'll be too cold. You think you're so cool. You're yeah. Like, maybe because I have an outdoor three season yeah. sunroom. Nobody says that. They'll just be like, maybe because I have a sunroom. I know that's what the the, the people kept calling it that. And I was like, ooh, three season. Actually, which is also kind of worse because that means you can't use it at one season. I'm thinking it sounds good, but it isn't. No, that, that means just you, means you can only use it one season. No, right? three seasons, idiot. Ugh. What seasons? One season you can't use it, which is winter. So it's a three season room. Oh, okay. Get Stupid. it? No. Okay. And then the other hilarious thing was <laughs> dad the other day was like, Oh, like I liked your podcast, whatever. And he's like, was that story that the Collins told? So if you guys remember a couple episodes ago, we had the Cullen brothers on and they and Steven's confession was that he heard in a hotel room like something that sounded like linen ripping. And then it ended Don't up get being into the story. Stacy let off a huge fart. I, OK, but then dad was like, oh, were they being serious and like just being a bit dramatic? And I said, no, and- the story was fully made up. 
the fact that anyone could even for a second maybe believe that was true is also <laughs> infuriating. So this is what my like my dad was like, oh, I thought they were just like you might have like he said let wind. I thought you may have let wind and then they just exaggerated the story. I said, no, 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 no. None of it happened. There was no ripping fabric sound and me farting Stacey's or going to be like ripping out. No parts in her bug filled cottage. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate this. I know um, you're just trying to bug me and I know I'm being like a child I'm, right now, but I'm, it's not I no, believe no. that the fart thing isn't real. The bug vibe 100% going to stick to it. So why did Gracie say that? Oh, so Gracie just knows all? Like, yeah, she's, she's been there. She was there for like 20 minutes. I've been there for days. You said the bug thing before you even saw my house. Yeah. And I know I'm right. Because uh, there was a bug outside. <laughs> no. I hate guys. It's such a nice house. It's been painted. <laughs> Gracie's husband paint Garrett. Shout out to Garrett. He painted. It is such a nice house. It is. It is. It is. It is. And I'm not saying actually an you know infestation what? with frigging cockroaches and stuff. I'm saying it's a buggy vibe. And there's no buggy get, vibe. There's no buggy vibe. <laughs> when you when you start settling in, we'll talk about this later on the podcast about how many spiders. And Just so you, you guys seeing. know that it's not a buggy vibe. In my house. Just so okay, you know. Okay, can we talk about... It's um, crisply air freshened. It's nice and 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 pretty rooms with big spaces and beautiful light fixtures now. And Garrett painted the front of my house and made it beautiful. And then your stupid okay. fiance put foam to fill a hole and he sprayed it all over the front of my house. <laughs> and Garrett is probably listening to this podcast right now. Just so you know, your paint job has been ruined by Kayla's fiance. Like how much did Chris do for you yesterday? He did so much for me, but also ruined the front of my house. So I don't know what to do. Uh, okay. He didn't ruin it. It's going to get fixed. Um. Okay. Also, Stacy yesterday was like... Oh, I'm going to get McDonald's for everyone for lunch or whatever in her bug filled house. And so she said, I was trying to get freshie for everyone, but everyone wanted McDonald's and said, just to let you know. Okay. So then she's like, I'm driving there and she calls me. She's like, hey, we're missing two medium fries. Can you just stop at McDonald's on your way? Say your sister was just there 10 minutes ago. Get the medium fries, whatever. I'm like, no problem. So it's mom and the kids and three dogs and I in the car. So we have to go in the lineup. The lineup is so freaking long. It's wrapped around the whole McDonald's. I'm like, oh, whatever. Like we were debating going in, whatever. Wait, can I just say like a pre-story to this? I went, I had everybody's order perfectly written out and the order was like a hundred bucks. Like it yeah. came to like a hundred. Well, I was going to say that after. Yeah, but. like I'm just saying like it came, like I was very organized or ordered it all. I had to wait to the side. They brought it out to my car, got yeah. home, started organizing everything. I'm like, oh shoot, two people don't have their we're fries. We're missing the two medium fries. So we finally get up to the speaker and I'm like, hey, my sister was just here like 10 minutes ago. Her order was you gave me the exact amount. So I said like 97 or whatever dollars. I said she was just here. We're just missing two medium fries. And he's like, oh, OK, just one sec. And he comes back. He's like, like on the speaker. He's like, yeah, my manager said she she like double checked and you for sure have the fries. So if you would like to purchase two more, you can. And I'm like, OK, uh, could I please see your manager <laughs> at the window? And he's like, sure, drive on up. So I drive on up. Freaking manager comes to the window. I'm like, hey. Oh, and at this point, I called Stacy, and I'm like, uh, they're saying that I'm lying. Like, wait, that, okay, there's no fraud. So at this point, I'm on speakerphone while Kayla is in the drive-through, so I can hear this full thing happening. Plus, I can hear the manager. Plus, the manager can hear me. Right? Yeah. So okay, I was so like, ahead. here's my sister on the phone. I'm like, we're missing two fries. So I don't know what you want me to say. And she's like, there was five fries and there should have been five fries. So you like you have them. And I said, so you're saying I'm lying right now. She's like, no, that's not what I was, I'm saying. And I said, OK, tell me what you're saying then. And she's like, I'm just <laughs> saying that we double checked. And I, and I said, do you think that I would have waited 20 minutes in a lineup with three dogs, two kids and my mom for two medium fries to scam <laughs> you over? And I wouldn't have asked for maybe like two meals rather than two medium fries. 
surprise. Okay, you're sounding way ruder and more aggressive than you actually were. Like right now, you're living it like you're inside. Was I? Didn't I sound aggressive? No, you did sound aggressive, but you're sounding like an like an idiot right now. Like you're like, do you think blah blah blah? <laughs> like you did it better. She said, "No, sorry, you're you got the fries." And then you said, "So are you saying like you were kind of talking more like this, not like this?" Okay. You're like, "So are you saying that I'm lying right now?" And she's like, "No." And then you're like, so what are you saying then? Yeah. But you're right now, how you just described it, it was what you were living inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was talking more passive aggressive, which was the funniest part of the whole thing. Stacy's on speaker. And I said, hey, I'm I'm right here right now. Like, I'm counting them. Like, there's two missing. Like, I don't know how to prove it. Like, how, how can we prove it? Yeah. And she's like, well, I gave you the fries. And then Kayla's like, no, you didn't. And then I was like, do you want me to go drive to my sister's house right now and get all of the food to show you the meals and then you were on the phone you're like Akila, please don't do that and but i knew in my head that she wasn't she gonna say be like, no sure. and then but then i was living it with you and i'm like oh she'll just say we didn't bring all the fries yeah 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 but anyways and then my mom leans over she's like this is a massive chain restaurant like you think that we're gonna sit here for this long for two medium fries whatever and then the, and then i heard the manager go oh my god if she wants the fries i'll give her the fries like yeah, lady, that's why I'm friggin' here for the fries. <laughs> so then she hands me the fries. I said a couple more words after she handed me the no, fries. No, no, that's the funniest part too. Kayla got the fries and still feel like as if she needs because to say something. Because that's actually ridiculous. Like, like it's self-explanatory. And then Mark called you a Karen when you got Which home. Made me extra furious because and and then minerals like what's a karen and then i was like oh there's this thing that the world has kind of called someone and then we also feel bad for karens because i really i know this girl named karen who's really nice and blah 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 but we said that a karen is when you're complaining unnecessarily which maybe yeah. after you got the fries you did you were kind of karening but no i did it no i was well you could have just driven away no, she needed just a couple extra sentences. Okay, so, okay. But we were saying you can't call Kayla Karen in this situation when they were trying to take, like, we legit just paid for it. Yeah. And they didn't give us what we paid for. So that, I said, is different. But I can different. see if I, like, literally got, like, say, two Big Mac combos and then was like, oh, the fries were missing. Then maybe, like, debate me on it. I just, you just spent $100 at McDonald's. Yeah, you like, we're that, not trying to... Uh, Kayla, anyways, though, and the funny... I hate how you described it, because it was way funnier, because you were calmly saying, Sorry. so you think, I, you think I'm driving through to scam you out of two medium fries? Like, the way you said it like that, I was dying laughing on the phone, but also mad, because oh I didn't God. know what to do. Okay, and then, and then mom also wasn't saying anything. Her only comment was, you're a huge chain restaurant, like, just give us the fries, whatever. And I was, like, shaking. I was so mad, and I was, like, driving home. And then I was like, Kayla, it's done and over with. Like, I was saying this out loud. And then mom just like wasn't saying anything. And then like five minutes goes by. She's like, so you need to call corporate for that. And I was she, like, she, what? She, okay. And also, no, my mom doesn't. She hates confrontation. She would never, ever pursue anything further. She said to me today, she's like, do you have the receipt? And I was like, why? And she's like, I'd like to take a picture of it and email them. Yeah, like she, and I was like, wait, so you're mad about, you're as mad as I am? And she said, yeah, I'm just not vocally expressing it. And I was like, oh, no, okay. at this point, we got our fries. They were cold. McDonald's, <laughs> McDonald's is so gross and bad for you anyway. Ugh. We probably would have done better without the two medium fries. Says you, the one that already ate your fries. Like, I was trying to get you your fries. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, that is what our day was like yesterday, <laughs> and we got a lot accomplished in the house, and Kayla got in a fight with the manager of McDonald's. Yeah. Karen. I wasn't even supposed to come. Like, I wasn't even supposed to go to your house. We, it's, Mark thinks it's very funny, and Stephen Colin actually taught me this, but, like, our family has a very, like, 
wolf pack mentality. So Chris was coming over to help and Kayla was supposed to watch the kids. And then everyone was all bothered that Kayla was at home watching the kids. So Chris is like, well, they'd be fine. And I was like, yeah, but it's probably better if they're not here right now. Next thing you know, Kayla, Kayla, there was one day that she wasn't supposed to come to my house because of COVID and the, the, cause the Laidmans were coming over and we were trying to make it safe. So Mark's parents were coming over and I look out my window and Kayla is no, 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 circling no. my house. <laughs> I looked out my window and, and it was the only day you weren't allowed, invited to my new house. No. And I look out the window and I see Kayla roll down the window, <laughs> circling the house with her car. Let me explain myself. I was so like, crazy. is that Kayla outside? And then you're like, you're like doing a motion to me like, just, no, it's fine. Just go, don't pay just attention go here. Away, go away. Because Chris, this is all Chris's fault. We were driving home from Guelph and Chris said, oh, do you want to just do a drive-by of Stacey's house? Because she, he hadn't seen the paint outside Yeah, but you house. were coming the next day. I know. I said this to him and I said, no, Chris, we're going the next day. And he's like, oh, just do a quick drive-by. And I'm like, okay. So then we literally <laughs> pull on your street and with like not even a second you like look up from your main window and you're just staring at me yeah why wouldn't i see you circling my house and then and then you were like looking at me like what are you doing and then you did like the wave of like come in and then i was like no 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 i got caught immediately yeah obviously (laughs) and i'm like you couldn't stay away from the one day i asked you and everyone was in the car you monroe (laughs) leo chris was wally Wally in the back oh my god oh my god anyway that's that's what was, I, that this is this is my life now yeah. in Cambridge. <laughs> It'll be one of us, Dad, Mom, me. Oh. Like one of us will always be there. Good God. Anyways, okay. Um, should we do some? Um, can we first just discuss? Because right before this podcast, we had like the keyboard in front of us, and Stacey's like, "Can you type? <gasps> can you type without looking?" And I was like, "Yeah, I can." And so can Mark. And she's like, "I can't." And then I was like, "Do you remember doing no. this in school? Just the, say it together." Some people that don't know will think we're crazy, but the people who know, you know. Ready? Okay. Quick, Quick ask Zoe, what stops x-rays? Even dogs can't. Red fish vanish, then grow bigger. Oh, Then sorry. grow bigger? Then grow bigger. Yaks, Yaks. hear noises under, under Jack's mattress. mattress. Uh, I keep commas over long periods. Peanuts. 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 Why do we say it twice? <laughs> Why do you? I know. I always remember the ro- like the lady the going peanuts. 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 So for anybody who, I guess, went to our high school, that's how we learned the keyboard. Chris, I talked to him about this a long time ago, and he was like, I do not know what the hell you're what? talking about. I thought everyone had to learn this. No, and Mark has no clue what we're talking Mark about. Mark was so, like, what are you saying? I guess, <laughs> I know. It's just basically the order of keys in, like, if you don't, like, think of what people are going to think if they've Q-A-Z. never heard that. Or Z for you Americans. E-D-Z. Like, it's just, I mean, Mark's like, Mark was so mad because we were like, quick ass Zoe. He's like, what are what you doing? X-rays. What are you doing? <laughs> and then he's like, why didn't your teachers just teach you the letters? Why couldn't you just memorize the letters? <laughs> I don't know. But if anyone remembers that, tell us because yes. you know it. You know. But it. I re- really, it didn't ever help me. Like, I remember it. The fact that we remember it. Like, you I think guys, I learned that yeah. in grade six. Or, or earlier, maybe. Yeah, like Monroe's learning typing on a keyboard and he that, he's not that's doing quick not, as Zoe. No. no. <laughs> okay. Now we're going to do some of our segments. Trippy things. Okay. Bees. Ugh. No, it's not like you're going to like it. Can detect bombs with their tongues. One, I didn't know bees had tongues. <laughs> so now I hate it even more. Did you? I didn't know a bee had a mouth. 
Did you know a bee had a mouth? I would assume so. No. I would assume what insect doesn't have a mouth? I feel like no insect has a mouth. Like every Ant- wait, insect has a mouth. Ants have a mouth? Flies have a mouth? Yes. Wait, this one trips me out. Wait, worms have mouths? <laughs> wait, so the, the fly has like the teeniest little mouth like the with a tongue? The tiniest little mouth with a, a tiny, bee? tiny tongue. Wait, a bee has a mouth with a tongue. Wait, that's actually like the cutest thing I've ever thought of. It's... Like thinking of like a little insect mouth <laughs> with a little tongue sticking out. Like, I'm actually in shock. In my head, they didn't have mouths and they just ate through their food. I want to look something. up like bee tongues or something. Okay, fine. Look it up, even though I'll be scared of the picture. Okay, but it says just as law enforcement uses dog to sniff out explosives, bees can be trained to associate the scent with receiving food as a reward. What? So when the bee's handler sees it extend its pro. Oh, God. Proboscis. Proboscis. <laughs> they know they've got a bomb on their hands. Whoa. Crazy. And they right? can go like this and give it a treat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Like, what are their treats? What are bee treats? <laughs> I don't know. Just like pollen? I'm searching pollen snacks. Bees' tongue sticking out. Oh, my God. Let me see. You're going to be so upset. Like, Why? so upset. Let me see. Okay. It literally is like so another... we just look. Okay, so we just looked it up. It's not a cute animal mouth uh, le- that you think. A bee with the tongue. It looks like alien versus predator, like oh, it, like the thing. My so it's a God. pointy, horrifying tongue. Of course, a bee has a tongue like that. that it's like wait. it looks like venom. It looks like venom. Wait, I I just want to search one more thing. What are bee treats? Because <laughs> no. like, what do they? Give? I don't think that sentence is a proper Google sentence. Like. <gasps> no, it is. It's like a little honey treat. Stop. No. I'm serious. Bees love honey treats. Treats are items which grant bond to bees. There are 11 different types of treats. When buying treats from the treat shop close to Mother Bear, the starting price for one treat is 100 honey and max price is 10,000 honey per treat. Kayla, you're just reading like actually like a sale website <laughs> that are treats made of honey. They're not the bees treats. <laughs> Oh my god! And <laughs> now I'm looking at images, and it's just like all treats made into bees. Oh my god! Like chocolate, like it's like a shape of a bee <laughs> yeah. that's out of chocolate. You're like, well, they eat chocolate shaped bees. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, okay next tell fact. me the next fact. Okay, did I knew this? Newborns don't shed tears. Did you know this? Knew it. You next. did. Yeah, but it also makes me feel like they're fake crying. Like when babies go, like when baby newborns are screaming, there's no Were you tears. just going to do an impression of it? No. You're like when babies go. Like, no, they don't. Tear ducks don't. Yeah, I develop. feel like they're faking oh, it. Then. No, here's why. They're just making sounds like they're not actually upset then. Yeah. Yes, they are. They're faking it. You think newborns are fake? Smart think, enough to no, fake a I cry? Think some, no, yeah. Because Stacey. no, listen. They learn, and they're like, they're like, oh, every time I go, eh, I get my mom's boob or whatever. They're faking it. That's why there's no tears. Next, what about the first initial cry? That was a fake cry. <laughs> <laughs> faking it. No, the doctors are gonna give him something. <laughs> okay, last. I'm one. just like my advice is when a baby cries, don't give it what it wants right away, even out of the womb. He needs to learn right away. Oh my God, I hate this. I hate this joke. I hate this vibe. <laughs> this is not our usual no, sense of no, humor. No, no, no. Okay. There are now giant pigs as heavy as polar bears. This can't be true. In a farm deep in the southern region of China lives a very big pig that's as heavy as a polar bear. What? The creature weighs a whopping 1,102 pounds. <gasps> 
which is pretty impressive considering that the International Association for Bear Research and Management says adult male polar bears wear at weigh anywhere from 880 to 1,320 pounds. 1,000 pounds? Like that's 1,000 pounds. How big, isn't that like elephant sizes? How much does an elephant weigh? Oh my God. 4,000 kilograms. What's that? We'll do kilograms per pound. God above. How many pounds, but say how many pounds does an elephant weigh? I did. 881. (laughs) Wait, what? Elephants and polar bears and pigs all weigh like this large pig weighs the same. Wait. A polar bear weighs more than an elephant? There's, this is impossible. I thought ele- elephants were the heaviest animals in the world. So did I. Wait. They have to be. the heaviest animal <laughs> or what about in like the a world? What about a hippo? Guess how much a blue whale weighs. <laughs> how much? Guess. Just take a guess. 5,000 pounds. You're going to be in shock. 400,000 pounds. What? <laughs> Am I reading this right? What? Or is that... <laughs> No, that, yeah, 400,000. What? <laughs> That's frig. crazy. 400,000 pounds. Approximately 33 elephants. Okay, wait. How much does an elephant weigh? It says 15,000 pounds. They can weigh up to 15,000 pounds. Okay, so. <sighs> I don't know where I got the 800. <laughs> okay, so listen. So a blue whale is 400,000 pounds. An elephant is like 15,000 pounds. A polar bear is a thousand? It's like a thousand. Which is insane. And this large pig. Is <laughs> yeah. Back to the pig. The pig is a thousand pounds. That is an overfed pig. China is breeding pigs as heavy as polar bears, it says. So why are they doing that though? That's so mean. I need to know. I cook for the bacon. <sighs> Maybe. That was all my segments. <laughs> that was my trippy thing. I think we have to get on to our guest. I know we usually have more than one segment, but we got a little bit too tripped out that time, okay? You now know how much all the heavy animals weigh, land, and water. I couldn't think of the word. I couldn't think of the word water just now. What is wrong with us? Okay. We recorded the next part on a different day, thank God. <laughs> Face Addiction is a company that you have all heard us talk about. They are one of our sponsors. And we wanted to re-record our ad, actually, because we are obsessed with this company. And we just want to let you know actually how good it is. Because I know sometimes in ads, you're listening to it and you're like, but do these people actually use the product? We actually use the product. And like, Kayla, tell them about how you just even love it as like a decoration. Yeah, in my bathroom, I have it on display because it's just so beautiful. They're like these glass bottles and they they just make me look fancy you know yeah they're fancy my favorite thing about these products so the specific ones that she gave me because I told her I have dry skin my face would be peeling I just have the driest skin and since I've been using these products I like I don't even think about it anymore it's insane and it's only been two months that we've been using it we really really appreciate this company and we appreciate like everything that they stand for and we truly truly love these products so you can go to faceaddiction.ca and you can use the code siblings for 15% off it is worth it it is awesome we love face addiction so get it Okay, 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 okay. We have something very important to talk to you about because we have never used a product like this before. Sun of Smile. This company is amazing and here is why. They have teeth whitening and tanning products and we've never experienced anything like this before. All of the tanning products that we've used in the past always one smell like crackers and two make you orange. And this does the exact opposite. So bronzy, so 
so beautiful. And our teeth, are you friggin' kidding me? Like every other teeth whitening kit that I've ever used has made my teeth so sensitive. I can't even like take a quick breath in, it hurts. This, I've experienced zero discomfort. I am so genuinely happy with this product and Kayla is just living her best tan life. So visit sunnasmile.com. That's spelled S-U-N-N-A-S-M-I-L-E.com. And you can use the code siblings15 and you can receive 15% off your order. It's worth it. Let's do this. Um, we have a guest on our podcast today, and this is one of those people that is like, it's the exact kind of, of person that we need. She's calm. She's, <laughs> she's confident and calm and beautiful and all these things. And we know that we need a little bit of that in our lives. Right, Kayla? Oh, my gosh. Yes. She is the founder of the super successful business, Malik Collective. And her name is Ashley Ray. And we interviewed her from a different part of the world. Just please excuse our audio, but it was worth it because there's just like birds chirping in the back and stuff. Birds and trees and like the most beautiful scenery you've ever seen. Yeah. So let's do it. Here she is, Ashley Ray. Already, like what we're seeing on this Zoom call is shocking. Like you're just like the most beautiful human being with like the the most shocking background you've ever seen. Like, and it's like a real background, not Stacy and my like FaceTime background. <laughs> like, um, so yeah. we just we thought your life was seemed so interesting, and you're all about like self love and meditation and all this cool stuff. And you're a founder of an amazing company, so we just want to hear all about it. Um, so can you tell the listeners? So everybody. This is Ashley Ray. Ashley um, Ray. Ashley Ray's in the house. <laughs> Just to paint a picture, she is sitting in front of like a stone wall with, with, with like greenery vines. and vines bursting out of the wall with a big hat and a light <laughs> jacket. Like it's just like it looks like a movie. And I'm in like a damn toque with like I tried to be cool with like a hanging plant behind me. Like this is yeah, ridiculous. No, it's ridiculous. So <laughs> Ashley, why don't you tell us where you are? and why it looks so cool and just uh give us a little bio about yourself um first off thank you i forever <laughs> want to be actually ready in the house as an intro and yeah. <laughs> that is so cool i am <laughs> um, in guatemala and it's already like it's already insanely hot and it's still the morning here uh but oh it's wonderful. i'm sitting on my patio in front of these palm trees and um, yeah, Guatemala is pretty great. I got here maybe a month ago and didn't know where Guatemala was on the map, which is kind of embarrassing to admit. But, you know, someone said Guatemala and I said, yeah, that sounds great. So I've been here for a month. Here for was month. that a bird behind you a minute ago? Yes. yes. <laughs> so there's like, me. It just keeps getting better. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's actually going to be amazing for our listeners to hear, like, like the birds in the back. Like, she's not lying. She's in Guatemala. (laughs) This is not a sound effect. Um, Have you always just traveled for work? Like, is this what you do? Yeah, I can give you like the high level backstory. Okay. I run a company called Mala Collective. We make different tools and products to help people meditate. So, like, mala beads, if you don't know what mala beads are, it's like a string of beads to help you in your meditation practice, meditation cushions and crystals. And I teach a lot of meditations. We have a lot of guided meditations on our site. So it's been 10 years doing well collective. And before that I was a journalist, I used to cover murder trials. So it was a complete 
180 pivot to go from murder to meditation. And I love this so much more. It's so much more fulfilling. (laughs) I get to be in places like this. And, you know, so the business started very serendipitously. So it started through travel. My partner and I at the time went to Bali, fell in love with these mala beads. I would say most soul searching journeys start in Bali. So we were there and (laughs) found these malas, bought a whole bunch of them. And we were flying from Bali to Thailand. And the lady came up was on the plane and said, excuse me, your aura is so beautiful. Can I sit and talk to you? We start talking and it turns out she's the woman who made the beads that we had bought. So oh my God. Just a very serendipitous collision of lives. And she told us about these beads, that they bring peace and mindfulness and that the more people wear them, the more the world will be at peace, but the West needs peace the most. And our response was, oh yeah, we dig peace. We're from the West. We'll totally help yeah. you with this. But 10 years ago, the way that meditation was looked upon was like, oh, that's just for hippies. That's just for weirdos. And now it's, well, of course I have a meditation practice. Of course it helps reduce anxiety. Of course I sit and use calm or headspace or insight timer. Whereas before the response was, you're quitting your career as an award-winning journalist because you met a hippie on a plane. And I'm like, <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. It sounds crazy. And I totally appreciate it. It sounds like a movie or a fairy tale. And, you know, I get a few responses when I tell that story. And usually it's, oh, I wish something like that would happen to me, or I wish something would fall into my lap like that. And, you know, I understand that comment. And I also think that we're so capable of having these serendipitous meetings. And if we're open to it and we're open to receiving and open to trusting and letting go and not needing to be in control, there's people that we can meet every single day that can change our lives and we can change their lives. And I just think, you know, 10 years, if someone had told me this is going to be a thing and it's going to be your life and you're going to be a CEO and you're going to run a business, I wouldn't have believed them. Do you travel because you have to, or do you travel because you think that's an important part in your life kind of thing? Like what is, what is the traveling aspect of it all? Great question. Honestly, I've been obsessed with travel since I was a little kid. I was just nervous that I wouldn't see everything uh, in my life. And that I don't even know where that came from, but I find, you know, I think most of us also after COVID are itching to get away and to move and connect. And I feel most creative when I'm traveling. Um, being in somewhere I don't know. So I'm not exaggerating. I didn't know anything about Guatemala. I speak serious Spanish and I am loving it here so deeply. And, you know, I'll go to Nepal and bring my backpack and end up hiking Everspace camp two days later. Like there's, there's so much beauty in the unknown and this adventurous spirit. And I mean, there's also been a lot of nights of me crying till two in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But I still, there's a, there's a, this like balance between uh, wanting to control and wanting to let go and wanting to hustle and push things forward and wanting to trust and surrender. And I think that they always go hand in hand, but I definitely believe things happen for a reason. And I don't really know the purpose of me being in Guatemala at this moment, but I'm happy. Yeah, that's amazing. One thing that I really liked that you said, Ashley, um, before was that like, you're, you have this like, um, adventurous lifestyle and you're going here, there, everywhere. But then there are nights when you're like crying alone. And it's it's funny because a big theme on our podcast, we talk about like body positivity, being like, I'm a curvy girl. And, and there's times where people will say, oh, you're so confident and I want to be like you and I want to be like that. 
And Kayla and I will say like, believe me, we're confident, but every day we're also insecure at the same time. So with every um, confident move or with every um, like adventure we take or thing we say or thing we're confident about, there's all we're also human beings. And it does. It takes a lot of work, right, to be able to um, kind of balance both sides. So I thought that was interesting that you said that. And I was watching something of yours on Instagram where you were talking about, um, well, you actually do guided meditations and stuff on Instagram, which are awesome as well. But someone like me, who is constantly like, boom, 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 I like I talk so much, and I'm constantly anxious and stressed because I have so many things on my plate. Um, I know this is off topic, because we were just talking about travel, but I was I was just thinking about it. Um, What is what is that like? Like, what is that struggle like with you having to like balance both of those things? And like, do you find that that's something that you've had to work on all your life and there's something you're still working on? Or like, what are your tips, tricks and like about that? (laughs) I mean, that is a very profound question and profound reflection. And I think if you're in a position where people feel they can be vulnerable, I think that the sharing after a question like that is so deep and so different with each person, not just the, yeah, everything's great. Everything's great. Surface level answer. But for me, you know, having gone from journalism to business again, entrepreneurship 10 years ago, like I didn't know any entrepreneurs 10 years ago. I didn't know what I was doing. And I was in extreme self-doubt for maybe the first like six years of running Mala and to a point where it was, you know, debilitating is a big word, but I was in tears every single night, every single night. And I thought, you know, if this business is so much bigger than me, I don't, you know, Mala, I've done a lot of work. It is not me. It is something that is so beautiful and so profound. And I get to be a part of it and it gets to be a part of me. And I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know any entrepreneurs when I started. I couldn't ask for help. I didn't like, I had no clue. I Googled everything. And I mean, Google is fantastic and it's helped me so much with business, but it doesn't help with loneliness. And, and the, the moments of I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. If they only knew, you know, I'd be working in journalism. I'd come home. I'd work from like 6 PM to like two in the morning. I'd be answering emails in my underwear, eating Thai food. And these people are emailing these beautiful, profound questions of I'm going through a sex change. I'm going through this awakening. I'm going through a um, abusive divorce. I'm going through and, and sharing their hearts out and saying, how can meditation help me? Or I'm so grateful that you make these malas that have helped me through this evolution of who I am. I just thought, how dare I, who am I to be responding to these people's emails? So there were so many moments where that whole fake it till you make it and just try to show up every single day. And there's been so many days where I just didn't want to show up because I just didn't think I was good enough. I didn't think I was good enough. And funnily enough, that's why we made the collection. I'm enough, which has now become, you know, our biggest ever biggest thing ever that we've ever made. And I think it's because people really resonate with that feeling of like, I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough. And it truly was born out of my, my own limiting beliefs and my own lack of self-worth and my own lack of self-love and comparing myself to everyone else. And, you know, even if I post great photos on Instagram, there's still meltdowns, there's still breakdowns, there's still HR, payroll, whatever problems that I'm trying to figure out. And I'm, I'm very happy to be open about those things now, but 
man, for years, I definitely thought I was pretty broken thinking I was the only person that could screw things up as bad as I did in business or in relationship. Oh, wow. It's it's amazing hearing that stuff because it really can make people realize because your Instagram page is beautiful. You're beautiful. And it just seems like all like rainbows and sunshine. But then you hear this stuff and, and it makes you realize, okay, you are a real person that goes through struggles and whatever. But then it's also interesting because you had so much self-doubt, but then you are now the mo- like so successful and doing exactly what you want to do and you are where exactly you want to be. And so are you, are there, are, is this a thing that you have to work on every single day? Like, is it, is this a never ending thing where you're still working your butt off to have this self-love and self-worth? I mean, I think it's always a practice. I, the whole feeling enough in my opinion, every time we level up and get a little bit more uncomfortable in a new, in a new version of ourselves, every time we step into a new, you know, level of potential, we're going to have those limiting beliefs. So I think that they're a beautiful sign that we're growing and expanding, but I definitely mm. know how to shorten them a little bit sooner now. So through meditation, through journaling, I have a really strong gratitude practice I do every morning that pulls me out of it a bit more. Maybe you could tell us actually some stuff like what we could do, because I'm somebody who is, I feel like I'm bad at meditating. And it's just because I don't know how to do it. And when I try, um, it actually sometimes has in the past made me more anxious because I feel like I'm doing it wrong. And I feel like um, I can't shut my mind off, etc, etc, etc. So for somebody who's starting out and and uh, a lot of our listeners have have talked to us about how they have anxiety and feel stressed all the time. Can you give us like an actual like I don't know if this is hard to do, but like over Zoom right now. But can you give us like tips of maybe how we could even like wake up in the morning or something we can start the day off with? Give it to me, Ashley, right? <laughs> totally. I think that's a great question. It's so funny. There's two responses I get when I talk about meditation. I tried it once and I sucked at it and I'm the worst. I can never do it again. Or yeah, I know I should, but I'm really bad. And it's both of them are just self-judgment, self-judgment, self-judgment. So I think that a few things I would suggest, and then I'll give you like three tips to start a practice. But first great. I would say that looking at meditation as this time to have zero thoughts is not an accessible way to look at meditation. The point of meditation is not to have no thoughts. When I started Mala, I didn't meditate. People assumed I started it because I love meditation, but I was just as intimidated by meditation as you guys are. So going and sitting for 30 minutes with no thoughts and levitating on this cushion with incense, like that's like this vision that we have of what meditation should be. And really I've started to reframe meditation as Okay, well, you can do it for three minutes, five minutes, eight minutes, 10 minutes. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes. You can start really small. That's first off permission to start really small. And look, look at it as an opportunity to just meet yourself and look at your thoughts or listen to your thoughts. And that sounds a bit abstract. I mean, if you sit there for two minutes, a lot of stuff is going to come up. And usually it's pretty uncomfortable because we're not used to sitting there and listening to our thoughts. We grab our phone, we go on Instagram, we whatever, talk to somebody beside us. It's quite uncomfortable to sit with ourselves. And that's very, very, very normal. So when you're sitting in meditation, thoughts are going to come up. What I like to think of it as is an opportunity to practice self-love. So every time our mind wanders and we notice it, we have a choice. Oh my God, I'm the worst meditator ever. My mind's wandered. I should be breathing, but I'm super hungry. What am I going to make for lunch? At that moment, you can be like, okay, I suck at this and keep judging yourself. Or you can go, okay, my mind wandered. Just come back to your breath. 
because it's going to happen like 10 seconds later. Maybe your leg's going to fall asleep and you're going to go spiral on that one. A few minutes later, a dog's going to bark. A few minutes later, your stomach's going to bark. So much can happen in three minutes that you never noticed before. And so in those three minutes, if it happens 20 times, it's 20 times you get to practice. Okay, you're doing great. Just come back. You're doing great. Come back. You're doing great. Come back. And I love that. I love the comeback mentality of because that's all I have to say. Okay, just come back. It doesn't have to be like, well, I failed. I guess I suck that's at what, this And now. every yeah. time I've done it, there was one time where I felt like it was successful. But all the other times, as soon as my wa- mind wandered, I'm like, oh, okay. And I like get up immediately. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. Like a little bit more. And the thing you can focus on is your breath, which mm. is always with you. Like a secret here, you don't need anything that we make to meditate. You can just use your breath. You don't need a cushion. You can grab a pillow from your bed. You don't need a mala. You don't need crystals. You can do it at your desk with nothing. Like you're, mm-hmm. But if you want something tactile, that's what the mala beads are for. So you turn it through your fingers every time you inhale and exhale. So when your mind wanders, when you've you know hooked on a conversation from last week and you just came up with a really good comeback, instead of playing that out, you come back to your mala and go, okay, there's this thing in my hands. I'm going to inhale and exhale on it inhale and exhale on it so the breath the mala or a mantra and a mantra is a word or a phrase or a sound so i really love the affirmation i'm enough so just inhaling i'm enough exhaling i'm enough or inhaling i am exhaling whatever affirmation you want so when i meditate i'll sit down and ask myself what do i need today maybe i need to feel supported so i am supported will be my mantra maybe i need to feel patient so i am patient will be my mantra but I mean, it can, it can look however you want it to. And I'll just circle back and give you three quick tips because you mentioned the morning routine. So one first tip, tie it to a habit that you've already created because creating a new habit, it's, it's a bit more difficult than just blending it into something you've already created. So maybe it's brush your teeth and then that becomes the moment that you go to meditate or turn on your coffee pot or turn on the kettle. So have something that you already do every day and make that the thing that reminds you to go meditate. Second, start small. I already mentioned that. It doesn't have to be five minutes. Five minutes is great. It can be three minutes. Um, And then the third one is if you miss a day, just that's okay. (laughs) You're not a bad person. You can come back the next day. And when we do, you know, we do a lot of free guided meditation content from All Collective. And we notice if we're doing like a 21-day series, people are good up to like day five or six, and then they fall off and they never come back. Because it's this all or nothing mentality. Oh my God, I'm so bad. I could never go back. But if your friend missed today, you'd be like, hey, you're fine. You're doing great. Just go back. Yeah. We're so judgmental to ourselves. So can you tell our listeners where they can find everything? Because I know I'm going to be going and purchasing some stuff after this. Like, (laughs) where can they find, where can they find you on social media? Where can they find your business? Like, just give us all that if you don't mind. Love it. So Mala Collective, you can find us there. We actually also have a guided meditation night the last Thursday of every month. So if anybody wants to come, I'll send you a free ticket. Just send me a message on Instagram. It's always the last Thursday of the month. And I lead us through like a really gentle meditation, some journaling, and it's it's so good. So I mean, oh my gosh, people. can I come? Of course, oh my God, I'd love yes. to. Come. Yeah, I mean, okay. everybody's welcome. Everybody's welcome. And oh, that's yeah, amazing. I mean, that's that's all the info. That's it. And I mean, I've started coaching. If someone's in the in the world of you know looking to start a business or scale a business or overcome you know all that limiting belief stuff we're talking about, 
but um, yeah it's pretty wow that is awesome okay thank you so much Ashley you are just like more beautiful than I could ever imagine we're so glad to have you on our podcast and just have like the best time in Guatemala Thank you. I'm so grateful. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much to Ashley for being on our podcast. Um, She wanted me to share something with you guys. You can go on her site and um, type in the code SISTERS20 and you guys will get 20% off. What? Thanks, Ashley. She also said she would give away 20 tickets to her guided meditation, which happens at uh, the last Thursday of each month. I message us and just say, I want one of the Ashley Ray tickets and we will make sure the first 20 people that message us get them. That's it. Okay, bye. <laughs> I have to call my sister. When you rate, review, subscribe, it helps us out because we love them what we do without a doubt. So we want to thank you for taking the time. Oh, so here we go. We busting, we busting around. Oh, this is our podcast. We're here to stay. My name is Kayla. This is Stacy K. Okay, that. Uh... I have to call my sister. Hey, hey, you there? Kayla, stop. You heard it here first. Okay, never mind. We're not doing the rap anymore. Did here first. Oh, my God. That's what I'm talking about. Hey-ho. Ugh.